Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It's Fightful Wrestling for August 24th, 2022. Our second live show of the day. The list and your boy happened this afternoon. But let's be real. You guys want to talk about AEW Dynamite, and that's what we're here to talk about. We got Alex Palowski. Alex, how you doing? Uh, I mean, we'll, let's, we'll, I'll tell you it all out. I'll tell you how I'm doing now at All Out when I figure out what the hell their plan is because I'm so intrigued. But man, I'm 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 so excited to not know what the hell is going on. Like that's that's a good feeling. It's a good feeling to be that way about wrestling. Oh God. Let's get into it. Leave a thumbs up. Donate your super chats. Donate your humper chats. Humperchats.com. I'm just gonna say this. The CM Punk Moxley thing, even though it led off hour two. That's going to be the last thing that we talk about tonight. We're going to gather your super chats, gather your humper chats, because there's a lot there. Uh, I'm still, of course, working to get information while we are on the air. Most of that information ends up going up at FightfulSelect.com, which broke news today about an AEW talent meeting. We are going to be talking a lot about that. Uh, we had, I had vaguely speculated there'd be a lot of changes to all out uh boy were there ever a lot of changes to all out please leave a thumbs up on this video we would greatly appreciate it i want to uh thank our great social media guy kyler james who got us to 100,000 twitter followers uh this week his work cannot go uh underappreciated and understated we hired kyler in 2016 with little to no experience and he has taken us into the quickest growing wrestling Twitter account in the world. And uh, yeah. his work has just been incredible. It's been fantastic. And uh, man, I, I want to thank him so much for that. And we are going to put our channel on slow mode <laughs> for this show. And uh, subscriber only. Okay. There you go. There you go. Guys, uh, we are also on podcast platforms everywhere. I know this is the first time a lot of you are listening, but uh, we are here after every show. Raw, SmackDown, Rampage, AEW, NXT, Impact, pay-per-views. We have multiple 
uh, news shows. We have the Wednesday Listen Your Boy show. We have Grapsity on Saturdays. We have the Spotlight on Thursdays. And if you want even more, Will Washington has a show here on this channel on Thursdays, day after Dynamite. Make sure you guys check that out. Let's go ahead and talk about this wild show. SP Rice says, more I think about it, the more I realize the second hour was one of my favorite TV hours ever. Contrived booking for the tag titles aside, a five-star show? There will there will be some people, Alex, that say it should be a one-star show for mm-hmm. these reasons. And I'm so excited to talk about it. Uh, Luke Jacobs says, where's Sean Spears? Because he not fight without MJF. Well, I mean, I don't know if there was much of a direction for him without MJF, but, I mean, he was a member of the Pinnacle, so I'm waiting to see how that unfolds. He's uh, teaching at Flatbacks right now, but Chris Jericho has been teaching Daniel Garcia, and that's how we kicked off this show face-to-face, Jericho Garcia. And Jericho wants an apology. Garcia says, you know how important this match was to me. You know that this guy was my hero, Brian Danielson, and I hung with him for 30 minutes. Everybody loved the match. Everybody saw what I could do. And Jericho, with a phenomenal line, Alex, he goes, you were the greatest technical sports entertainer in the world. What did you think of this face-off? Um, I thought I thought she did everything needed to because um, I, I thought there was – like here's the thing. For everybody who's like, Daniel Garcia can't talk. And not only can he talk, can he cut like a wrestling promo? He's yeah. a damn fine actor. Because I totally bought the 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 crossroads that he's at. Like, like Danielson's my hero. You're my mentor, and I love you. And you've done a lot of things for me. But this is my hero since I was a little kid. And I finally got to have that moment where he took out his hand at the gesture of respect, and you stopped that moment from happening. That's something I've been wanting my entire life. And I still love you and you're still my mentor and you still have done so much for me. And those two things can both be true. They can be pissed at Jericho for ruining that moment and still realize how indebted he is to Jericho. And I love that there's that nuance that he gets to play with it. And then we get Jericho being like, no, no nuance. You owe me an apology and you're damn well going to give it to me. And then just Dan, Brian Danielson coming out to troll, just yeah. laughing, laughing. Yeah. This is so funny. Uh, I thought this was all excellent. This was good stuff. And then we set up Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho at All Out. You need to have some marquee matches on All Out. And that is one that, like, sure, the, the, the common folk know yeah. who these two guys are. <laughs> if you are a, a classic, WWE diehard fan, and you see this, you go, I know them. I like them. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll give this a shot. Maybe I'll go to my buddy's house and watch this. Maybe I'll head to the theater and watch this. I think this is a very smart match to put on AEW All Out on a night where we went in with really, okay, honestly, by the end of the night, literally none of the matches that were announced actually happened because the six-man changed, the women's match changed. So quite honestly, nothing was really set for this pay-per-view. Yeah. This is truly the first thing that yeah. was set for the all-out show. Yeah, I I, uh, I particularly thought it was some really good stuff of uh, Danielson gets to be an asshole while being right. Because the idea, like, yeah. you're like, so you're the so you're the lie the lion heart the last survivor of Stu Hart's dungeon. If we ask Stu Hart 
if he could ask answer the question, who do you think he would say was the better wrestler, me or you? If we asked, I don't know, <laughs> Owen Hart, who do you think he would say? Like that's, that's some low approach. shit because these are people who are dead, so they can't even answer. But yeah. in his heart, Jericho knows the answer to that question, and that's why it's a low blow. It's some really, really, really good stuff. I think it's excellent. As you said, um, they haven't wrestled each other in a one-on-one match since like 2013, I think. Yes, they've had two televised one-on-one matches. The first one was on NXT, that five-minute match. This Raw match was only 10 minutes. They had a house show match as well. It's amazing that they were able to miss each other so much. And here we are. This one's going to get 15-20, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jericho has been better now than he's been in years, so I'm very excited to see that. Tom LaValle says Buffalo kids represent Garcia getting a big spot on the card. Yas was the perfect spot for him to learn. Garcia versus Daddy Magic, Will Hump. Uh, FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the biz you can spend. Broke news last week, Alex, that I I want us to mention here. Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange got contract extensions. And somebody had to remind me, like someone even joked to me, they're like, maybe don't report it. And I was like, why? They're like, well, last year you reported that WWE extended their contracts and they got fired 10 days later. (laughs) I was like, shit, I didn't even remember that. But um, they've already beat out that period. Now they're not going to get released. They're they're very valued. Um, Garcia against them, if it goes that route, will be great. And Jim... Like I mean, they have been they have been just revelations. Oh no, they're they they've been fantastic from the second they showed up. From the second they showed up, they've been so great. And we like they were like two weeks into doing stuff in AEW, we were like, why was NXT not using these guys more? They're yeah. great. Uh, we got Jam Beard saying Garcia's acting was brilliant in this, especially after the push. I love the small stuff like Jericho or Garcia talking to Jericho off mic. Yes, that's something I like. Like, Garcia doesn't necessarily want to air out all this bullshit because he's a normal guy. Sports entertainers want to say everything in front of the camera. They're so melodramatic. They want to go out there on that elevated platform and tell everybody about their problems. That was a nice touch. Jane Beard also says, does Hart Hart family still own the dungeon? Put Brian Jericho uh, in the dungeon in the basement. I think it's like uh, a historical landmark now, the, the Hart family house, but I don't think that it's in their family anymore. Um, Hager attacked Brian after this. We get that match next week. Now, this sure. is the thing for me is that um, every time you have a baby face in the ring and the crowd goes, ah, you need to know somebody's coming from behind, especially if you're as smart as Danielson. Yes. But I, I would just assume Anytime I'm in the ring alone with with Chris Jericho, the Jake Hager is not far behind yes. and just always <laughs> have my head on a swivel, you know? Ken Shiro says, not going to lie, I've been feeling kind of down for the last week. That second hour of Dynamite was the perfect release of adrenaline and serotonin that I needed. Well, hopefully this hour uh, helps you with a little bit of that too. Uh, we welcome all of our new viewers who are checking this out as well. Uh, We hope that you come back tomorrow. We got three shows, the Spotlight, Day After Dynamite, and the Post-Impact show. So check it out. We've got something for you every single day. Not only that, we've got multiple somethings for you. We average at least like two or three shows or videos a day between here and Fightful Select. So there is always some Fightful content for you to check out. 
Thank you to Juliano and Tom Lavalley for becoming Fightful members. We're also simulcasting on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Andrew says, we're so in the dark and the Fightful folks are going to make so much money. We're all going to smell what the sap is cooking in the coming days. Well, FightfulSelect.com will have it, my friends. EVP of Talent Relations, head of creative, says, can't wait for All Out. AEW is on fire. I mean, some people will have you believe that AEW is crumbling around us. And I feel like some of the things that happened tonight are playing off of that stuff, which smart or is it really happening? Stay tuned. Uh, Lethal defeated Dax Harwood. Man, Dax Harwood. We we haven't seen it as much in the last month or so because they haven't been wrestling as much uh, since they've had. the. It's been a worked shoulder injury, by the way, for those of you who are wondering. Dax has been fine, and uh, he worked this match. It was a fantastic match. Um, Dax still got to be up there in Wrestler of the Year conversations. Lethal ends up winning by holding the tights. It's still a little tough for me to get into to Lethal. I'm, I'm he's, He can go in the ring, and Dax was a really great opponent for him there. We're going to talk about the match itself before the aftermath of the match, mm-hmm. which... Boy, did it change my perception of what's going to happen at All Out. What did you think of Jay Lethal defeating Dax in the match itself? Yeah, Jay Lethal cheats to win. That's kind of his been his <laughs> MO recently. Like, that's kind of what, what he does as a heel. That's kind of his thing. Uh, but Dax proves that he can go with anybody, including somebody who's as decorated a singles wrestler as Jay Lethal has been for the last decade plus. Uh, Dax is, is uh, right there toe-to-toe with him. Uh, some of those chops are just nuts. Uh, he's got these great working punches. Like Dax is just phenomenal. Like, and, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm. It's it's great to see that you know he does this match. He does the he does the work to get the heel, the heat. He has the he has the match. Everyone's rooting for Dax. Dax gets rolled up with the tights, uh, and and makes us uh, want to see the heel get his comeuppance at the pay per view. And I thought to myself. Yeah, but there's that match though. I don't want to see that match. I don't want to see. No. I don't want to see that match. And then they fixed it, Sean. They now, listen, fixed it, so I got no complaints. I love Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay Dutt was one of my favorite workers of like the late 2000s. Like it's he's one of the reasons I fell in love with TNA and the X Division. And you know what? It, the saving grace of that was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna get to watch Sanjay Dutt wrestle because he doesn't wrestle much anymore. He had been out of the ring for the better part of five years until recently. Satnam, maybe one day I'll be like, hell yeah, Satnam Singh. Right now I'm not at that point. Oh, but things are a lot different now. Because Sanjay said, well, hey, I never said who the sixth man was going to be against. And Jay Lethal has a couple of really good friends. The Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban. One of the greatest in-ring tag teams of all time, of all time. By the way, two more of those guys. By the way, Jay Lethal was also one of those guys that made me love that X division. That yeah. made me think, I got to watch TNA. I got to watch TNA. And they're still killing it in the ring. So now it's going to be Wardlow and FTR against Lethal and Motor City Machine Guns. And this goes from, I could take it or leave it, to I absolutely have to see this match. Yeah. Because not, not only that, but I'm really intrigued to see Wardlow in the ring with Saban and Shelley. Because those guys are are 
are absolute consummate professional workers and to see what what Wardlow can do in the ring with those and what those guys can do to make Wardlow seem like Wardlow that's going to be really great too but listen let's not lose sight of like this is this is as close as I think we might be ever getting to FTR versus Motor City Machine Guns in a straight up tag match as well which has been kind of like one of those things of like hey I wonder if we could figure out a way to get FTR over to Impact like yes. Basically, we just brought the guys from Impact over to All Out, and why the hell not? Why the hell not? Why the hell not put on the best match you can? And I'm I'm very excited to see what this becomes because, like, when you when you get Dax and Cash in the ring with guys they've been wanting to tussle with, yeah. all of a sudden, like all all the all the you, you forget all the training wheels come off, all everything else just goes away, and they just work and it's a pleasure to watch we got over four thousand of you watching live we greatly appreciate it one of our biggest shows we've ever done so i'm gonna need you all to slap a thumbs up a a little like on this video it would mean an awful lot if you want to get your questions or statements read on the air you can donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash fightful or you can go to humperchats.com the benefit of humperchats.com it's our streamlabs platform uh, you can do it through PayPal, and you can leave your question during the show or before the show if you want to check it out. Uh, we have a a moderator that's taking all of that down, and Jimmy Van, ever the opportunist, uh, saying subscribe youtube.com slash know your news. I would pin it if I could, but I can't, Jimmy. I'm so sorry. But that is uh, Jimmy's uh, little little very little tiny alternate thing that he's got going on on the side with a bunch of uh this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games do something for a friend volunteer a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time but the question is time for what and if it was unlimited how would you go about using it the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful bunch of other fightful folks yeah yeah no oh. other people who aren't you uh oh. trying to i do it try, sometimes trying to do a little side hustle uh, yeah do a there. side hustle uh also <laughs> please subscribe to alex's channel as you guys would really enjoy his content yeah. but um also, listen, if all 4,000 of you could scoot over to FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 you'll spend in wrestling 
We have uh, anniversary billing in effect now. If you subscribe today, I know a lot of you are like, oh, I don't want to get billed again on the first. That doesn't happen anymore. Uh, we have anniversary billing in effect on FightfulSelect.com. And we post at least two, usually three news bits a day. We have at least usually uh, a show every day as well. So FightfulSelect.com. I'm sure I'll shill that a little bit more. I'm also not above shilling. There are 4,100 of you in, in the chat currently watching this thing. Uh, I'm at just a shade under 600 subscribers. If I get to 1,000, I get to monetize my channel. So like there if you go. one out of every 10 of you goes over to YouTube Alex Sour Graps and subscribes, then hey, wouldn't that be nice? Another side hustle for me. Josh Cardenas says, if it means we get FTR Motor City Machine Guns for the ROH tag titles later on, yes, please. Maybe this was a way to sort of calm FTR and being like, yeah, okay, so the Bucks thing isn't going to happen again anytime soon, but you know what? ROH, maybe? Yeah. Let, let's do that. And yeah. uh, by the way, we got Julie Cutler here. She'll be joining me for the AEW All Out Live post show. So make sure uh, you guys come and check that out as well. Damn it, Smidget says, can this trio's match be the start of the pathway to FTR getting the Impact Tag Titles? I hope. I hope they win those too, Alex. I hope they win every damn set of tag titles oh, yeah. there are on the planet, and they're holding them all at once like Ultimo freaking Dragon. That's what I want to see. That's what I want. That's what they deserve, man. Best tag team of all time. Connor says, was never a big TNA fan, but I am a Motor City Machine Guns fan. Down for this match and maybe more. Yeah, I'm hoping this leads to that, like, Hey, maybe they win the six-man tag. Maybe Motor City Machine Guns wins that, and hmm. FTR, like, you know what? Gives us enough of an excuse. Let, let's go. 2-1-2. Two, let's two. do it. Let's do it. Modern Mouse says, love Motor City Machine Guns coming in. Six-man tag is way more exciting now, but this was this always the plan? I thought this was leading to the Satnam powerbomb at All Out. Audible called uh, from Tony due to internet response. I don't know the answer to that. I was just told there were going to be a lot of changes to this show. And as, as it turns out, we were. It wouldn't surprise me if Tony did see that reaction and goes, I think I can do better. I'll do respect Sanjay, who is like one of his right-hand guys. And Satnam, who has just got to understand his spot right now. Yeah, I think that, that Tony is the kind of guy that's going to listen to things like that and be like, yeah, let's let's change this. Let's not force this on people that are very clearly not wanting it. Yeah, I mean that 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 may be it. You never know. Like people get dinged up for whatever reason or whatever. But I I, I think that it's a it's a perfect way out of it for whatever reason. And it does save a straight up Wardlow versus the big guy title match on a rampage or whatever. Like tune in. Just like this is the biggest dude Wardlow's ever faced. Yeah. What can can he power bomb the big man? Like you forget about how much of of eighties classic wrestling was. Can big guy beat up an even bigger guy? And yeah. that is like that's that's all Hogan ever did. Like and it worked. It got brought in all kinds of money. I feel like Wardlow could absolutely draw uh, for a match like that just based on. I want to see him do it. So we've got Sawyer saying, on top of this being a trios feud now, Wardlow is facing Ryan Nemeth on Rampage. His TNT title reign is more disappointing than Rose's run. Lots to be mad at tonight, but there was also good and exciting chaos. Roller coaster show. Well, that was a very generous super chat, Sawyer. Thank you so much. I, I, I got to pump the brakes on the Wardlow stuff. Like, he won the title last month. Yeah. Now, I will say this. There is no bigger victim of the MJF situation 
than Wardlow, who got his defining crowning moment by squashing MJF. Mm -hmm. And then because whatever happened after that, you had MJF popping up there on TV three days later. And then Wardlow was like, what, the eighth most talked about thing on that Dynamite after Double or Nothing? And then he won the title last month. But since then, he had the Orange Cassidy match, the Jay Lethal match, and now Ryan Nemeth. I mean, I don't think that people are exactly going to be buzzing about the Ryan Nemeth match or anything. No no disrespect to him. But uh, we'll see how it works out. But he did just win that last month. We'll see how it hashes out. Yeah. Eric Brady says, Will's day after Dynamite is can't miss this week. It's can't miss every week. Will Washington does incredible stuff. Yeah, he does. Ian says, another donation to get SRS to Toronto in October fund. Listen, Fightful can afford it. It's just getting Jimmy to give me a straight answer. That's that's the reality we're living in. Jambeard says, do you sing on the YouTube channel, Alex? Uh, Sure. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you I, will. I, yeah, absolutely. Give me 2,000 subscribers and I'll uh. sing whatever you want. Our friend Zach says, love to Fightful. The Army's kept me busy for a month, but I watch everything. Missed you all. Everyone should subscribe to Fightful Select. A uh, big thank you to Zach. He is he has long been one of our, our great, great uh, supporters. And we love him, and thank you for what you're doing for us over there, buddy. Alex Pawlowski's personal assistant says, Paul Michael Levesque, zero. Anthony Rafiq Kwan, four. Listen, Triple H's putting on some good damn shows right now. <laughs> He's putting on some great shows. I had I had a guy in 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 because I do a, a a live reaction to the main event of Dynamite, which this this week turned out to be the main event turned out to be the thing that happened at the at the, at the hour mark. So I did a whole yes. hour, and so on, in that chat over there, uh, we had a guy who was like, "I just I, I'm just rooting for WWE to kill AEW," and like, like listen, I don't know why we're doing this anymore. But like the way that WWE is trending, it's getting better and better. And you tell they have some really interesting ideas going forward. So like I just I'm rooting for good wrestling as many days of the week as I can get it. I don't I'm not I'm not doing a whole like I want this one to win. I want this one to lose. I want us to win by 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 watching really good wrestling. That's what I want. I wake up on Mondays pumped to cover the show now. And I love that man. And I, I love that it's going to light a fire under Tony. And then Tony's going to light a fire under Triple H. And then, then we might get somebody else. Scott Demore might be like, to hell with this. I'm ready. To, I'm ready for a fire. I'm ready for this, damn it. Yep. We got Riga saying, uh, the only issue with the Garcia mat or Garcia story is that the big match is Danielson and Jericho while Garcia isn't involved. Danielson and Jericho is much bigger name, uh, but for an angle about Garcia, it seems like his big blow off with Jericho, if it even happens, is just TV. Well, I mean, that might be a a piece of the story as well, that he doesn't believe he's the understudy. He he believes that he's ready to go, and he's he's ready. Right. Hey, what's that over there says at this point, FTR should just invade NWA and take those tag titles. Wish they would let them do that too. Uh, I was, I mean, Billy Corgan and... Tony Khan are on good terms, contrary to what a lot of people believe about the the NWA not talking about AEW paying uh, paying uh, for talent, or it was NWA not acknowledging that AEW paid for talent for Empower thing. They're on good terms. Tony Miller says, "Can Wardlow powerbomb Lethal into oblivion in the first five minutes so we get FTR versus Motor City Machine Guns for thirty sixty? <laughs> That'd be fun." And listen, Lethal is a formidable 
useful guy and he's right. he's good. He's a former world champion. But I'm like, I, I don't know if I need to see this much of him when I'm not seeing Ethan Page at all. Right. Like, and yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's something else to that. I don't know if they're kind of waiting on that. We'll see. Brent Lockman says, Evergreen quote in wrestling. Only now you see that the evil will always triumph over good because good, good is, dumb. is dumb. I'll tell you what's not dumb, Alex. What's that? Browsing safely and securely oh, with NordVPN.com yeah, slash Fightful. Mm-hmm. All the time, man, got people saying, well, I want that AEW Plus. I-, I want that. I want to be able to watch without commercials. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that by changing your virtual location with just one click. And this graphic is wrong. One additional month free? How about four? We'll do four. Four months free. 30-day money-back guarantee. And you can use it on all your devices, wherever you are. And you can change that virtual location with just one click. They have a bunch of different plans for you to decide what's right for you, whether it's a VPN, a pass, a locker, or all three. NordVPN.com slash Fightful has you covered on the fastest VPN in the world. Change your virtual location to something like Canada and get the WWE Network or New Zealand and get that AEW Plus or, you know, maybe uh, you want to change it to an overseas uh, place and get those UFC pay-per-views at a much more affordable price like I did this past weekend. Watching Leon Edwards put in that work in that shocking main event. You, You heard it. You heard it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Stop geo restrictions. Block those online hackers, trackers, annoying pop-up ads, and malware. Listen, you ain't got to worry about malware on Fightful. But listen, if you're visiting those other wrestling websites, you never know. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Zach says, I like doing stuff for 1,000 likes. Me too, buddy, but I'm not going to twerk for that. <laughs> Daniel says, I like AEW. I don't think they're crumbling, but I wish they had more build to big pay-per-view matches. Okay. Thoughts? Here and there, I mean, Omega and Hangman was one of the biggest builds we've ever seen. Wardlow right. and MJF was a humongous build. Um, Punk and Moxley was going to be a build in absence, but didn't end up happening. Um, Punk and Hangman was a pretty good build. But yeah, th- there are some times that I think that it's it's more appropriate to have a longer build, but I don't think it's always appropriate. I think that there's um, some stuff that um, that kind of as as uh, really for this particular pay per view is kind of like just circumstances. Whatever whatever we find out is the reason why they're not doing Moxley versus Punk at All Out, which seemed to me to be a slam dunk all timer main event especially after last week when they were in the ring dropping bombs on each other. I thought there's no way you could possibly miss this match. You'd find $50 in your couch cushions to be able to pay, to be able to watch this pay-per-view. And they, they're doing something different for whatever reason. So like that's a, that, whatever it is, they've kind of had to scramble to figure out something else. I think they're going to come up with something great. I think the show is going to be great regardless. Do I wish that they had they were more consistently building to bigger matches? Yes. I think we're going to get that in the next cycle, I hope. <laughs> Zach says, Sean, how much to get you to twerk? Asking for a friend. I might at 10,000 uh, Fightful Select subscribers. At 10,000, I think we've got I think we've got Denise who has agreed to let us see her uh, absolutely horrible Braun Breaker interview, which, I mean, all of them are, but... 
At 5,000, I posted my Virgil interview, which is the worst interview I ever did. And it was really the worst ever. Casey Bennett says $1 for each Paul Bearer on camera tonight. That was a nice touch. But one of the other reasons that I posted that uh, All Out was going to be changed was Thunder Rose's injury. I got a little bit of a word about it uh, shortly before the show. She is just dejected backstage and says that she is it seemed like she said that she was vacating the title, but then she said it was going to be for the interim women's title. title. I don't hate interim titles as much as everybody else does. I covered MMA for most of my life. So it's very commonplace there. She's going to be back, but uh, it feels like a lot of times this women's division only exists backstage in front of that monitor and that interview segment. Like she couldn't have said this right before the Baker match. Then Baker comes out and kind of like dismisses her type of thing. I think mm-hmm. that would have worked a lot better. Uh, any thoughts on this? I um, I I feel bad for Thunder Rosa. Uh, I think that there was a lot of that was re- real in in the tears, like to, to say like I I I hate this. I have to do this. Um, but here's the thing about AEW and this interim title business: they've proven that this can work. Because Mox was fantastic as interim champ. And they they the champ came back and they had a match between the champ and the interim champ. And they said interim champ wins. For whatever reason, whatever happens with his injury or Punk taking his ball and going home, whatever. I don't know. There's all this speculation. Whatever reason, they put over the interim champ. Which means now you, you have a track record to stand on. So yes. people are going, well... Obviously, you're going to book your real champ to win when they come back, but they didn't. So now going forward, there's always going to be that element of if you have to do this again, whoever wins the interim championship versus Thunder Rosa happens down the line. Now there's an honest question of who's going to come out of there being the real champion. I think that's good. Lord Jackson says, I wish AEW would vacate titles, give someone an actual reign rather than making them waiting room champ, give the former champ a shot when they return. Punk got an in-ring segment and Rosa only gets a minute backstage. That's shitty. I agree with the last part. That is shitty. Rosa should have at least come out to the ramp, Uh but AEW did exactly what Alex said and just showed you. It is not a waiting room champ. And one thing that I don't like is vacating titles. I hate it because what that makes it seem like is, well, this person isn't good enough to have beaten the person that just held it. So, I mean, that that's, I just hate the idea of vacating titles. I and, don't and like that. Unless it's an injury where you're going to be gone forever. Yes. Like, I feel like it's like, we don't. You tear your ACL. Come yeah, on. sure. Yeah. Like whatever, what happened, what, the thing that happened to Finn Balor's shoulder when he became the first ever universal champ, he had to be gone forever. Like, I totally get that. But like when Naomi kind of like tweaked an ankle, and they were like, I'm sorry, we're going to have to strip you of your custom light, bright championship. <laughs> and like, they need to need to do that. She was back in like three weeks. Like hey, yeah. there's, a, there's a ways of like doing, they had done an interim champion then. They, they didn't even need it. Real- like they didn't need one. They didn't need one with Cody the That's first true. time. That's, That's the thing. AEW started off interim titles for such a pointless like yeah. thing. Agreed. It was Agreed. And then they kept it around forever. And by the time that they actually needed an interim title, people were sick of it. Harry C. World said, sad to see Rosa hurt, but the absence may make the heart grow fonder. She hasn't exactly made chicken salad of the positions they put her in since winning the title. 
even if the short backstage promo was bad. I didn't think it was bad. Absence no. makes the heart grow fonder. She's hardly on the show. I, she's already absent. My heart is already fond. I want to see her more. But, I mean, it's. I don't think they've necessarily given her chicken salad to work with either. Right. Jambeard says, any idea what Rose's injury is? It can be something long-term if they're doing an interim title match, which I also hope leads to a hater-Brit split. Well, Dylan Bishop thinks it's out six to eight weeks with a lost smile. I mean, I don't know. I think Tony Storm was going to win that match. I think she was going to win the title at All Out. I think that was going to happen. I, I, I think you're probably right, but here's what should happen. Jamie Hayter should win that title by pinning somebody other than Britt Baker, mm-hmm. and Britt Baker should be pissed. That, it, that like, she's jealous. Not like, obviously, you didn't pin me, but... But sure. but that's my title. You're keeping warm for me. So give me a one-on-one match so I could beat you for it because I'm so much better than you, Jamie. And Jamie being like, well, what are you talking about? Like, I think there's a really cool story that could lead all the way to full gear if Rose is going to be out that long. Give give a, a Jamie Hayter a title defense against Britt Baker. I think that's a really good story to tell. Brent says, is Rosa okay? She's ab- She looks shattered. I'm going to work to find out what the actual interview or injury is. Uh, any updates I have fightfulselect.com. DKC returns says Rosa gets a two minute backstage promo to relinquish the title. Punk gets a whole in ring segment advertised beforehand. The women continue to be an afterthought. I didn't even hear about this until about an hour before, uh, the show. So I don't know exactly how much advance notice they had. Right. But I love the idea of a four way at all out. I think it should have been a four way anyway, Alex. I think, it probably should have been those two, Britt and and Jamie. Yeah, I think that I think that's pro- that probably would have been. I love Sheeta being involved because yes. like uh, it's been too long. She's great, and I I I really like really looking forward to seeing her in, in a more prominent position. But yeah, I I it didn't have to be an in ring promo. I think Thunder Rosa coming out there, or you just cutting cutting from commercial. There's mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa talking to Tony, and she cuts this tearful promo. And says the exact same thing, but in front of the audience. And then the doctor will see you now hits. And yeah. Britt Baker just kind of like shoves her out of the way like, tough shit. All Elite Dan says, as I'm sad for Thunder Rosa, it makes me sad to see something like this be in a short interview segment backstage when many male wrestlers have done it in the ring. Don't know how they can continue to ignore this criticism. Buddy, they're doing everything they can to ignore it. Yeah. fingers in the ears and i got people that say why don't why don't you ever ask about this of, of the calls or the scrubs or the or why don't you guys i'm talking to people all the damn time about it <laughs> last year i did a story when people said yeah. oh warner wants one match nope not true not what i heard uh, i ask about it all the time doesn't mean i can get answers all the time i can't just make up stuff but we yeah. are all the time asking Nerdguru says the women's title is cursed. Personally would have had Jade in the four-way explain to me why she's not. For the love of God, don't make Brit champion again. Hope Rosa gets well soon. But I like they gave her jack shit to do anyway. I agree with most of that. Uh, I think eventually Jade does combine those titles, and then yes. I think they probably institute tag titles. I, I think mean, that's what they should do. It should be Jade combining those two, and then they're like, okay, here are tag titles, because it very much seems like the TBS title came at the compromise of potential tag titles. We're 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 almost certainly, I would assume, getting uh, Jade versus Athena, and all out. Um, and so that's that's why she's not involved in this because she's defending her own 
title there. And in a, in a marquee matchup, I would argue, I think that's a, that's a thing people have been wanting since Athena came onto the scene. I think that's, I think that's very good. And I think you're right. I think if, if she retains against Athena with, with Statlander out for a year or however long it's going to be nine months plus, um, I think it's more likely that Jade faces whoever is the the AEW women's champion at the time in a title for title one woman stands supreme match then she loses the TBS title to somebody i think that's more likely well after this we got Britt Baker DMD defeating Kylan King i love seeing Kylan King back around for those of you who missed my interview with her she chose to walk away from AEW she didn't see a contract coming and she was like you know what maybe i can prove myself elsewhere and get one if I were AEW, I'd be signing her. I would yeah. I would put a coach with her, so to speak, mm-hmm. and I would probably get her to go on a dominant run after that. Um, she can do it. She is fantastic in the ring. Tom says, sign Kylin, sign Willow, tell women's stories. They might have Willow underneath some sort of deal right now. I, I don't know necessarily what kind. I've, I've been asking, but Brent Lotwin says, so is Kylin King sticking around? Hopefully. Uh, she worked dark and won a match too. I mean, Alex, they they aren't usually in the habit of having people that they don't have signed win 14, 15 matches like Kylan right. King has. Right. No, that, that's not usually what they do. And I, I, I agree with you. I think she's, I think she, uh, she has, fits a really, uh, you know, good, especially with Statlander out. You have somebody else who's big and strong um uh to 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 intimidate people i think there's some really good stuff i thought she cut a hell of a baby face promo uh on brit uh, on dark or evolution whichever one it was uh dark and uh but i also think she's just got that look of just being like this this heavy that can just destroy people as a ba- as, as a heel as well so she's got a lot of range it can do whatever they need for her because you never know when you're going to have a rash of injuries or whatever uh, and you need somebody to step up and, and do a program with somebody. I think she can do it. RH says, give me more Kylan King on Dynamite. She's great, keeps growing as a performer every time I see her, whether it be CCW, AEW, or Mission Pro. I completely agree. And uh, I liked the segment on Dark, and I am so glad that they ran it mm-hmm. on on uh, the show. Yes. Britt Baker it does not get the credit she deserves for making other people look better and building to this stuff effectively. I mean, everybody saw her push coming from a mile away because she was the one. She's always been the one. So I feel like it, it sort of harkened back to those early days when everybody knew she was the one. Once she won the title, it was an uphill battle. And she started to win that title. Or she, when she won that title, it was at the beginning or the end of the pandemic era. So... Ah, man, there's there's a future story to be told there, but it needs another wrinkle, and I think right. she'll do it. Corey says, I smell a DMD hater build after All Out. I hope so. Also, thanks to you guys. You got us over 1,000 likes here. Wow, thank you. Eloquent says, give Jamie Hater the strap. And Brent Lockman says, interim is fine because vacant must be stopped. Uh, I think Jamie Hater creatively is the best idea for that. She's been one that's been bubbling under an awful lot. I think right now is the time to, to heat her up. Yeah. Sawyer says, if I were Kylan King or Willow, I'd look at how TK books women and runs for the hills. They might be signed to tier tier deals. And where are they going to run for the hills to? Yeah. Impact yeah, I mean, where, where women are signing there and not making the money back to that they're that they're like there are people right. there 
that are not making their money back that they're being paid to travel to the shows. Once they 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 get their Uber and their lunch and all that stuff, they're not making money. Where they right. going to NWA? It ain't much better there. MLW, how, how's that going? They can't just say, "Well, I'm going to WWE." Right. So dark and AEW yeah. is the best option for a lot of these people, especially right. with ROH not in the fold anymore. Uh, I I think. Um... With with Triple H in charge, um, who let's not forget presided over Sasha versus Bailey, that whole thing that everyone that that whole that whole feud that those matches that everyone prizes as, as some of the best women's wrestling. So we know he he knows how to book that stuff. Um, I think if I were him, and, and and for some reason Tony Khan doesn't have Willow Nightingale signed to a real deal. Yeah, if I could figure out how to get her without tampering. I would pick up Willow Nightingale. I would put her in an. That NXT might not even field. stop him, Alex. That might not even stop him. But I'm saying, like, I would, I would make Willow Nightingale the face of NXT for a year, and then bring up to the main roster and let her run wild. She's she immediately connects to whatever audience she's in front of. She's really special. It's crazy to me that she's not like an actual member. Roy says, "Did the Cleveland boo Britt Baker because she's a Steelers fan who are an enemy of the Browns, or because she's a woman who is an enemy of the Browns?" <laughs> let me tell you if there's uh, one thing the browns know about now it is very terrible towels the yes. worst kind yes. of towels yes william tucker says do you feel tony should bring in someone to help with the women's division especially with how triple h is running wwe he did he brought in madison reigns so i mean that that has been addressed at least to yes. to some degree yeah uh, also uh fuck the cleveland browns and the Steelers, honestly. Uh, Kaysen says, Diamante isn't signed either, correct? Uh, she has n- never had a full-time deal, correct? No. Crazy. Jambeard says, if AEW gives us women's tag team titles, give me Lady Frost and Lindsay Snow as a team called the Ice Cold Killers. I would love that. Lady Frost is under an impact deal, despite the fact that she uh, she asked for her release. Uh, we've got no word of that up uh, as of yet. I'll, I'll work on finding out what's going on, though. Lord Jackson says, yes, Sheeta's back on Dynamite. Now she can stay on TV and not be put on Dark for months again, please. I would imagine we're getting the tag match next week, too, or on Rampage or something like that between those two sides. Sean Blanford says, I like the idea of Baker Hater. Love the idea of Hater Storm, no holds barred. Uh, Well, I love the idea that you guys are sending so many Super Chats and Humper Chats about women's wrestling, even on AEW, whether it be criticizing it. At least it's not you guys being indifferent to it. And that's what I appreciate. There is maybe an infusion of interest as a result of this. Jarlazul says, if Jamie doesn't win, we riot. Well, hopefully you are not watching at the movie theater. (laughs) Jambeard says, Roy beats Cleveland via TKO. (laughs) Yes. Todd Starr says, TK remembered that Sheeta exists. Very happy for her to get a title shot after 15 months since losing it. Me too. I am glad that champions don't immediately get a rematch, though, because that is so played out. And it was played out in WWE for a long time. Uh, Also, I just want to say the Cleveland Browns give Britt Baker, like, infinite quarterback joke material to make forever. Colton Gunn defeated Billy Gunn, thanks to the assist from Stokely Hathaway. This is a very short match. I saw some people Mm -hmm. saying, like, Oh, well, this shouldn't have been on Dynamite. Well, I disagree because this led to us getting an all-out match. Uh, Colton and Billy, whatever. Billy 
is back with the acclaimed who, again, they remind me more and more of new age outlaws every day. That's a hell of a good comparison to have swerve in our glory come out to make the save. And I want to say, make the save uh-huh. swerve came out to make the save. Uh-huh. Keith Lee just sauntered out there. Eh, whatever. By the time I get to the ring, they'll be so scared of me, they'll leave. That's what he said. It's like that reverse psychology. Like, they're going to wonder why I'm in no hurry and think that I've got an alternate plan. Like, I'm a hologram of some sort. Yeah, must he be. just, he, he didn't even walk. That's not a walk. What's, what's like less than a walk? He was moseying. He was, yeah, he was moseying on down there, uh, basking in his glory, That's what his own doing. glory. And then it set, acclaimed, swerve in our glory, all out. Stokely now has the ass boys. We firmly entrenched acclaimed with Billy Gunn. A lot of stuff was was set up here. I love the acclaimed versus swerve in our glory. We wondered, well, how the hell is this going to work? Well, we see it. Acclaimed are ranked. We get the match. I'm happy with this. Yeah, uh, I... I really like the acclaimed. I, I, because I thought we were legitimately going to get Swerve in Our Glory versus FTR, this is a huge step down for me because I, I really like the acclaimed. I just don't think they're anywhere near the level of some of the amazing tag teams that we have uh, in in AEW. Um, and they're they're on they're on the next tier. They're on the tier below the top tier. And I want to see the top tier teams getting the matches at the pay-per-view because there are only four of them all year. I think the match is going to surprise me and be great because I think Anthony Bones is an amazing worker. I think Max Caster is greatly improved, but I think Anthony Bones is great. Um, this what, what is good about this is almost certainly we're going to get Swerve in Our Glory retain and move on and they're going to hold the belts for a few more months. And then they can have... Because a lot of those teams that I want to see them face are either injured, like the Indisputed Era, or um, they're involved in this trios tournament and they can't like extricate themselves from that to get a buildup for this for this title match. But those matches are coming. I have to believe those matches are coming. You're not going to tell me I'm getting Swerve in Our Glory as tag team champions and they never defend against the Lucha Bros or, uh, or House of Black or any of these awesome other teams. We got to get those defenses down the line if this is to be all right for me. Brent Lockman says, is there anyone else in wrestling who maximizes their TV seconds better than Danhausen? This should be in the uh, so the six-man tag segment, but no, he's yeah. he's fantastic. Sofa says, Keith Lee pulled a Jeff Hardy, like you said. Yeah, it was even beyond that. It was more egregious. It just didn't have as much attention on it because obviously Jeff was making his debut. Um, Sean Blanford says, at least it's not Keith and Swerve versus the ass boys. Well, they already went there. So this is the way they needed to go. Vincent says, Keith Lee reminded me of when Nexus just ran past Mark Henry while he was chasing them. (laughs) Uh, Christian Cage interview. The match is set all out. And that's Mm -hmm. not the only one. Ricky Starks, our house Hobbs. Ricky Starks, as Andrew says, everything about him screams star. Future world champ. Punk has to be injured to make all out, right? We'll talk more about that later. But yes, Ricky screams star. And he's like, listen, I'm good with you turning on me, whatever. You hit me in my neck. 
the one I broke, the one you know I worked hard to come back from, you know the one that could end my career. So we just added two really good in-ring matches. Hobbs Starks, Christian Jungle Boy, this this all-out card came together with a lot of matches that we knew were going to happen. But damn, I love the way, especially that they put together the Starks Hobbs one. Um, we knew Christian uh, versus Jungle Boys going to happen. I'm still holding out hope somehow. There's a swerve, and Luchasaurus is still evil, even though it wouldn't make no sense. Um, but uh, but yeah, Ricky Starks coming out, and basically here's here's what this because remember they had just done the thing that they did with Mox and Punk, which left everybody like, wait, what in the stands? And so they said, okay, Ricky, go out there and cut the fieriest fire ass baby promo ever. And he was just, he was all over the ring. He ripped off his shirt at one point. He was talking to the fans opposite the hard cam. He was getting everybody involved. He told the whole story about Will Hobbs. And the reason I was able to come back from that broken neck is because I had you who had my back the whole time. And what did you do when you tried to, when, when you turned on me, you hit me in my neck. You tried to end my career again. Like this is the best kind of grudge match. It's the perfect thing. When, when when you always knew eventually Starks and Hobbs were going to break up. This to me is the perfect way to do it to perfectly turn Starks baby face as Hobbs gets to be that. I don't care about anybody. I'm just going to hurt people heal. It's great. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this match Starks versus Hobbs because I believe Starks is going to win. And because I believe start, if you told me Starks, somehow wins uh, something to become the number one contender for the actual top title in AEW by full gear and comes out of full gear as the champion, I'd say, hell yeah, he did, because that's how good I think Ricky Starks is. After this promo, he announced himself as one of the top guys. There's no way you come out of the first half of 2023 without this guy being the top one of the top three dudes in the company. He's amazing. Jesse says Ricky Starks has the best theme in the business. I think he's just one of the best characters in the business too. One of the best personalities. He gets it to such an extreme degree and understands how to build it and add emotion and cut a babyface promo. We saw other companies book babyfaces so badly for so long that I was like, man, is it is it just dead? Do people just want to cheer for the heels? Nope, nope. People still love it. Daniel says Rampage, Hobbs versus Wardlow, title match, please. I mean, eventually they'll go to that Sirloin Beef Sons of Bitch uh, battle. Thank you to Ryan and Matt for their donations. Zach says, I want to say this. At 10,000 select subs, I'm going to drop $1,000 in YouTube memberships. Wow. That is a promise. Get them there. They deserve it. So uh, I'm going to start putting up content for our YouTube memberships <laughs> when that happens. I'll post a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes clips, blooper clips, members-only podcasts, a lot of stuff that, uh, quite honestly, our newer viewers have never, ever seen before that is really good content. LaCorey says, is Danielson even a part of BCC anymore? He's not really in their promos or anything. They do a lot of theirs individually, don't they? But, I mean... Right. I would imagine Danielson's going to beat Jericho and then probably challenge Moxley even like that's, that's a possibility down the line. Yeah. I mean, it will, we'll like, here's what I, here's what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking somehow Jericho beats Danielson because the storyline has to, has to include a Garcia versus Jericho match. And that match 
has a lot more stakes involved, like just just in our own minds, if Jericho is coming off a victory versus Danielson rather than coming off a loss. Would I I prefer Danielson to beat Jericho, but I understand that if you want to, if you want the best thing for Garcia, he's got to beat Jericho after Jericho somehow beat Danielson for it to mean the most. When he says goodbye to Jericho, I'm out, I'm gone, I'm done with you. It's got to be to not only beat Jericho, but to avenge whatever Jericho does to Garcia's hero. Like there's going to be something there, I think. Michael says, I hope I get my money's worth next Wednesday when I'm at the Now Arena for Dynamite because I think they only announced two matches, right? Um, I Yeah, I hope they add something with some stakes there. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we got to find out who's challenging for the damn world title, ideally yeah. next week. This this seems like a really good idea. Yeah, Jericho versus Garcia in Buffalo. That's, that's your match. You build that. That's your main event of that Dynamite. Ethan says Britt Baker had to be careful in Cleveland. She didn't want to rub them the wrong way. Oh, Tom LaValle says Kenny's back. Maybe Sheeta and women will get a chance. He's their biggest star and uh, he likes women's wrestling. That he does. Tabby Lava Lamp says if interim champ history is anything to go by, Sheeta or Britt win because Tony doesn't seem to want to give that to someone as their first title. That's an interesting. Hmm. That's an interesting take, but maybe he sees that and recognizes it and wants to kind of break that trope. You know what I mean? But that because is a, a very interesting thing. Here's the other thing. If Jamie wins, Britt's the person who would bring that up in a promo. Yeah. Like, you're not really a champion. I was the champion for a year. You're not really a champion. Like, that's Britt would be able to use that against her. We've got a lot of uh, stuff added to Rampage. Claudio Dustin, Wardlow Nemeth, uh, Sammy and Ty against Ortiz and Soho. Jade speaks on Rampage. I am pumped for Claudio and Dustin. Holy crap. ROH World title match. Give me that. All there for that. Nathan DePaul says, I disagree on the acclaim. They're one of the best and most over acts in the company and deserve this. They're super over. Absolutely. United Empire defeated Death Triangle. What a freaking insane match. Good God. And uh, as it turns out, guys, I wasn't putting Kenny Omega on the spot during our interview and making him bury Will Ospreay. As it turns out, he was fucking working. (laughs) Do you know how many people, Oh man! whether it be the Cody thing, Whether it be the MJF thing, whether it be the Omega interview, whether it be the punk hangman thing, or good, good guy, Sean's getting worked. Look, oh my God, look at him. He's he's just juicing that headlight out of, oh my God, oh my God. You think I didn't know what Kenny Omega was doing? I said to him aloud, Kenny, you know this is going to be the headline, right? You're burying Will Ospreay. And he goes, Let me dig myself out of this hole. Then he buried the guy for another five minutes. It was magnificent. (laughs) Kenny Omega is the absolute best at that. A few years ago, we were on an access call for New Japan. He's like, ah, yeah, I just kind of think all the Japanese guys in New Japan are lazy as shit. I was like, oh, that's a good one, man. People are going to think he's serious, but he's working. He was building to something, and it was this. Whew. So we get the face off after this, but the match itself, so dope. 
Will so Osprey is so insane. Um, United Empire, I thought did did really really good. Um, now, you know, there were a lot of people that were like, "Oh well, I don't know how I feel about this being the main event when we knew it was." They could have very easily let that other match go an hour and say, "Oh, we'll see you guys on Rampage. We'll give you that match." And I don't think a lot of their viewership at home would have necessarily been mad, but this match killed, killed Alex. It was yeah. unreal. Um, this is one of those things where, okay, so we did that. We did that thing with Moxley and, and Punk, and we had to have Ricky come out there and cut this amazing promo. We did some other stuff. But now you six dudes have to go out there and blow their friggin' hair back, like knock their socks off, all other kinds of, of you know, catchphrases, cliches. Do all those things to these people out there. And by the by the midpoint of this match, nobody was nobody cared about that punk and Boxley thing. They were so in the moment of this thing because there was some crazy, there was some sick bumps. There was some like that. I mean, like just for one, uh uh like Pac taking forever to like backwards yeah, climb forever. That was too much. Now <laughs> I want to give AW credit for they they learned to shoot that tight. Yes. They don't pan out. Yeah. You don't see no. United Empire doing this, but that took forever. But it was worth it for the crazy, uh, crazy spot. Um, I the 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 brainbuster off the top, like it was like there was a thing like uh, I don't know so about. Cool. That spot it felt was like fifty percent, fifty five percent in the match. I was like, we haven't seen enough pack. Give me some more pack. And <laughs> yeah. the rest of the match was just pack. And I was just like, yes, all of this. Phoenix doing amazing, like like a uh, sidekick work. Where like Pac had Osprey in, in a in a in in a position, but Osprey wouldn't like allow him to do a move to him, and then Phoenix would come out of nowhere to kick him in the face. Like it was, this was just awesome. It was like uh, I'm I I was so impressed by everybody in this match. I really don't know an, enough about the guys in United Empire. I've I've seen enough Osprey to know how good he is. You, every time I see United Empire guys, they impress me more and more because their job in this match was to do what they do, but also to make all the other stuff the Death Triangle is doing look even more amazing. It, this, it was, there was a, 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 a sequence of super kick, super kick, Canadian destroyer off of some other dude's back. Like, it was just yes. crazy. What a spot fest. So excited to watch it. Jake says, anybody who thinks Osprey's a boring wrestler has wrestling IQ way too low to argue or debate with. That I agree. I mean, boring. I don't know. I, I, that, that's say never going to be my my my. I, I don't plan. think that anybody that even criticizes them could call them boring. King of the North says absolutely filthy double poison Rana spot. Yeah, and that was the, nuts. Landing on the feet, it never gets old to me. That that spot yeah. off the top rope, it oh, never gets yeah. old to me. Nate says Pac Osprey, where they counted each other's finishers with some video game shit. This was an amazing match. It's like the AEW video game shit. Yes. Like, like not even WWE simulated. It's give it, it's, give it to me. It's like the arcade I must style. Have it. <laughs> uh, C says Tony needs to sign Will Ospreay. I don't care. He's a talented wrestler. That deserves as much praise as Omega and Jay White. He would if he could. He would sign him, but he's got a deal with New Japan. Bako Five says glad to see Kip finally back. Um, I. Could have stood to have those super chats grouped, but uh, we got get pumped. Says Humper Chat to prove you wrong that Kip wouldn't receive any Humper Chats. Don't judge the amount. I'm on that super substitute teacher budget. <laughs> well, he got about two, 
two or three, Derek Gordon said, I said it last week, Pack dropping the head in a box line was foreshadowing Kip returning. It was, but Pack threw the box off and it was somebody else. Then Kip attacked. I'm glad, I want to say this, I'm glad Kip got chance. Yeah. At least that. He got chance. He's, he's way better than anybody, than most people have any idea of. He's very charismatic on the microphone. That Miro angle didn't do anybody any favors. Nobody. Not best friends, not them, not Miro, not anybody, not Penelope. Um, didn't help them out at all. I'm glad that this finally got paid off after 11 goddamn months. Almost, it was, It's been a year. I think I first saw him with the box last September around yeah. All Out Weekend. He was he was at All Out Weekend, mm-hmm. and he's back after a year and a half. What'd you think? I I loved the swerve with the the what appeared to be like a, a teenager, like with bruises all over their face, duct taped, like that's yeah. like that was something like like the Joker would do to fool Batman. Like it was some really really good like villain stuff. Uh, uh, Kip also coming back looking like a villain with like the silver hair swoop dramatically to the side and the black beard. Like this is some interesting stuff. Like color me interested in Kip Sabian for the first time ever. Like, I mean, the, the stuff with him and Miro, I was like, can I just get Miro murdering people and not being Kip Sabian's friend? And then we got that. And now we get to see what Kip Sabian can do with a completely different character. I think him and, and Pac should be really, really great. I know how good he is in the ring as a worker, so I'm I'm very excited about that. And a perfect reason for Death Triangle to end up losing the match because of this, which then builds to your your Atlantic uh, All Atlantic Championship defense or whatever that's going to be at some some point down the line. Um, but there's going to be a, I feel like also we're going to probably see Miro cost House of Black. So there's going to be a lot of intrigue for separate things coming out of this first round of the trios titles uh, matches, because, you know, we're going to see more things coming out of this, more things coming out of that match on Friday, a lot of good stuff there. And probably the biggest thing we're getting out of this is some more Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay stuff. Cause those guys look like they're ready to fight. Yes. Uh, Garrett says Kenny Omega package being aired before Osprey has me hooting and hollering. That was good. And Nathan DePaul says, Kenny cut a promo on Will after air must watch. Uh, I'll leave that for Will to discuss on day after dynamite tomorrow, youtube.com slash fightful as I can't watch it while I'm on the air. Right. But Jake says, Will and Kenny at full gear, please. Oh, that's gotta be the move. That's well, I mean, Kenny uh, might be trios champ. So Daniel uh, says, will that be the main event of all out the trios title match? Maybe it depends on what it is, but I I would I think it would still be a world title match somehow. They they got something brewing. They got something brewing. Lovely punch says Eddie announced a match with Sammy at the pay per view. Is it still happening? I haven't heard anything on it. Was told that might be a part of the change. They as well. didn't they didn't mention it when they ran down the card for All Out. And I don't and, think and, so. And Eddie said to Sammy, "Fight me at All Out like three weeks ago." Yeah. So. Jambeard says, who do you think is the Dark Order's third guy? Part of me says Hangman or not Hangman, so I'd love to see returning Stuart Angels. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you right now who's who's on that. Uh, let me see. It is Reynolds Silver and, uh, well, no, they said they said Uno, but he's not there. Um, so I don't know who the third one 
is. Yeah. So it's I'll Reynolds, I'll see on the on the match graphic for they show Reynolds silver and silhouetted figure. Okay, so it's not ten. It's ten. So they're good. They're well, no, they, they said everybody says it's ten. There you go. All right. Well, I mean, it, on the on on the 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 grass graphic they showed, ten was not on the match graphic. Everybody's saying ten in the chat. There right. we go. Yeah, Uno is okay. in uh, Germany right now. Rob Grass says Lucha hasn't touched him, touched uh, Christian since the turn. Yep, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Luis says 10 was scheduled, but removed for Rampage. Mystery partner for Rampage. Well, I believe that our uh, audience has probably read the Rampage spoilers. So, uh, Luis! Jake says Adam Cole is slithering his way into this uh, trios tournament. I don't think so. I think he's probably still a little, a little beat up. Yeah. A little beat up. Nicholas says, I did not like JR saying, we need to sign this Osprey kid during the trios match when AEW was in a working relationship with New Japan where he is signed. I agree. Also, this kid, IWGP champion at one point, Flim Flam Mandrew says, I don't think it's possible to tra- tra- praise the trios main event more. I didn't think anything could get me back into this show. Well, it's almost time to talk about that. Uh, but this did do a good job of getting a lot of people back into it. Reminder, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We are about to talk about the segment that you guys are after. Jambeard says, never used to be a fan of Osprey because of his attitude and his trampoline act when he was younger. Never once thought he was boring, though. Now I'm a fan of his in-ring work, but still hate his attitude. Understandable. Well, you know what? Maybe you've got a bad attitude. Yeah. Maybe you're not getting enough sleep. Oh. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Make sure that you do, though. During the pandemic, I needed a new mattress. I wanted to invest in myself. Something I spend hopefully eight hours a night in. A third of your life. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful was right for me. I did not want to go to a mattress store and roll around on something that a bunch of other sweat hogs had been on. Especially during the pandemic. So I went to Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Well, at that time, it was just helixsleep.com. But I took their two-minute quiz. It matched to my body type and sleep preferences. And I got a mattress that was between soft and firm. I went from sleeping on my back to also sleeping on my side, led to deeper sleep, more versatile sleep, better sleep, better rest, better attitudes, all that good stuff. You order that mattress. It comes shipped to your door for free. I loved mine. I hit them up, and I said, let's do some work together. And they said, okay. Let's do it. And see, Alex can't even stay asleep over there because he's not on a Helix Sleep mattress. But when you go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful, you take that quiz, they'll match you to that customized mattress. They have plus-size mattresses, ones that cool you, ones that align your spine. They have a 10-year warranty. You can try it out 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't like it, but you will. And you get up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash fightful stop moving around all night stop tossing and turning get a better night's sleep invest in your sleep i was on one of those uh terrible slabs of memory foam before that and uh this this really uh changed the way that i lived so helixsleep.com slash fightful well here we go since last week unfolded we found out that punk and hangman maybe weren't on the best of terms. 
Punk held some ill will uh, from some things that Hangman said. Call out Hangman. Hangman didn't know it was coming. Some people weren't necessarily thrilled about it. Tony said, oh, well, there was some unresolved stuff from Double or Nothing. Nothing unresolved. Punk beat him. Clean. That was resolved. So they're trying to make the best of this. There was a uh, meeting today, an AW Talent meeting, in which we have an incredible amount of detail on FightfulSelect.com about. But last week, I had noted, Alex, that this was a very late decision to put Moxley versus Punk on this show. Today, I revealed on FightfulSelect.com, please subscribe, $5, mm-hmm. that it was a Moxley pitch, and I've heard maybe he didn't quite like the way that All Out was supposed to go. Don't have that confirmed. That's some conjecture. Hey, we're going to report rumors. It's pro wrestling. It ain't that serious. You'll be all right. <sighs> There's so much more to this. Punk had a closed-door meeting with uh, some higher-ups in AEW. Uh, This is before Double or Nothing to express his displeasure with Hangman. A lot of what we saw tonight seems like maybe it was playing off of that. Now, I can tell you, this wasn't like some formulated work from last week. Oh, my God. He's pissed at Hangman. He was pissed at Hangman. Well before he was supposed to be pissed at Hangman. It's so funny because Punk in an interview with Sports Illustrated said, trying to sell some tickets, work some angles. That's what people were saying to me about what Hangman said about CM Punk. So there are so many different elements to this. And yeah, we're going to go over our probably 90 minutes on this one as you guys send super chats and humper chats. Punk was said to have been upset at Hangman over a worker's rights line and saying that he wants to save AEW from Punk. I worked to find somebody who supported Punk that said, well... He said it when Hangman was there, and Hangman said some of that stuff when Punk wasn't there. Okay. Why don't you just address him personally? I don't know. I love the build to this match, though. They couldn't keep them separated. Like, for two weeks, they couldn't keep these guys separated enough. They had to do the match. Before we got to this match, what did you think was going to happen because this went up at the nine o'clock hour. Now, traditionally they have done this before like nine 30 because well, if this goes a full hour, you want it to be able to go the full hour. What did you think, Alex? Um, I, I right away, I knew something was up when they made this match for tonight and not all out. Like it it didn't make sense to me. You, you have a perfect, a perfect match to headline your biggest pay-per-view of the year. Um, why would you do it? tonight instead and then when they were like oh we're doing this at the top of the second hour i was like something's up what's happening but i thought what we were gonna get was um a a screwy finish or something um something weird where it wasn't actually uh, an actual end of the match so you have to do it again at the pay-per-view that's what i thought we were gonna get to me a lot of times that it's like ah it feels so cheap it does now what happened feels pretty cheap to a lot of other people. I can tell you that right now, as things stand, I'm very intrigued by it. I can't say that I liked it. I can't say that I didn't like it. Can't say that I hated it. Can't say that I loved it. I'm very intrigued by it. I I don't know what to make of it because the information that we have right now is very limited. And I have uh, you know sent out feelers for all of this stuff. 
But I mean, I got people saying like this was brilliant. And I got people saying this is BS and cheap. I don't know if that's good or bad, Alex. I don't know what to make of how people feel about this even. Flim Flam Mandrew says, what the hell is happening in AEW right now? I don't know because there are a lot of, well, what's going on? So here's what happened. Punk throws a kick and with his plant foot, he starts holding it. Now they had said stuff like, oh, the instep, the instep. It wasn't with the kicking foot. Moxley then beat the ever-loving shit out of CM Punk. Elbows, Death Riders, pin. Crushed him. Absolutely crushed him. So again, I want to say, this is speculation, conjecture. We're spitballing. We're talking. Don't aggregate this. Don't post this on your Twitter saying SRS reported. None of that bullshit. We're going to go through all the scenarios. Scenario one, Punk's pissed once out. Last week, I had reported um, Punk had indicated maybe he wouldn't show up at last week's Dynamite. He was a late advertisement. Now, the way I got that information, Alex, was that somebody said, uh, Punk has levied some threats in the past. So I ran that by a person who was very supportive of him. They said, I don't think he was going to quit. Now, some people might have thought it was going to go that way, but I think maybe at most he was just not going to show up. All right, well... That's scenario one. He wants out, whatever. Scenario two is that Tony Khan maybe wasn't happy with the way that things went last week and Punk calling out somebody and says, nope, this is it. This is how we handle that. Made the call on the fly. Another scenario is Punk is hurt. Maybe Punk got hurt last week. Maybe Punk was never really good to go to begin with. And he said, you know what I can do? I can throw a kick, take some elbows, and a couple of death riders. Let's do it. Uh -huh. I mean, he maybe maybe that's the case. There's also the scenario, maybe he got hurt last week. Maybe he got hurt today. Maybe he got hurt two days ago just walking around in his neighborhood. You never know how any of this will happen. There are so many different it is a complete unknown alex or maybe it's all a work maybe all of that is a work i can tell you what isn't a work punk was frustrated with hangman hangman didn't know that line was coming yada yada but maybe this is a work to get you to say "Ooh, well we've watched kevin nash come back from a quad injury reach down grab his leg and roll out of the ring we have seen Chris Saban miss a year with an ACL, fall down, bam, there goes the other one. Chris Statlander, just again. Keegan Knox, just again. Clay Thompson. Mm -hmm. We see it. We see them kind of playing it out with Omega as well. He's K-taped up to the hill. Mm -hmm. He's wearing padded stuff. There are so many different elements to where, what this could be. Now, granted, you know I'm you know I'm asking, guys. You know I'm trying my best to find out. But there are so many different aspects and angles to this, and I'm I'm completely fascinated by it, Alex. Um, I, I have no idea what the hell's going on, and I'm so excited about it. That's what I said at the beginning of the show. Nothing's changed. Um, I, I I I I I want to know. I need I needs to know. Um, I, 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 if whatever it is, the impetus, the impetus last week to, to say, we're doing this match now made zero sense to me. Like 
to zero sense. And then they said, okay, this is the, if we're going to do the match this week, this is the match we're doing. Like yes. to me, like that's either crazy damage control. Like you, you have no other outs. This is the only thing you can do for whatever reason, or you got something crazy in your back pocket and you're going to pull that card and pray it's a bigger deal than whatever this is. I saw like th there was something that was about that whether or not it was working in the moment or if this was the whole point to it. Punk turning around as he's being carried up the ramp to see Mox basking in the adulation of the fans for squashing CM Punk is the kind of thing that is a like a, a Marvel villain origin story. To like to realize that all these people who should be cheering for me or cheering for him after he kicked my ass, that's something that could twist a guy's psyche to a way that now you have a real reason for Punk to turn heel. Now, I don't know if this is an injury that like, oh, he tweaked something, but he's actually still cleared or whatever. So next we can come out and cut a blistering promo on Mox and maybe on the fans and get us started down a... But turning that dude heel in Chicago is a thing with like the highest degree of difficulty ever. So I don't even know if they're planning on doing that. There was a crazy thing backstage where Moxley cut an amazing promo after beating um, after beating Punk, saying, "Oh, I'm sorry. Was that not how it was supposed to go?" But then he keeps he keeps saying over again, "My time is now. My time yes. is now." And I was like, "John Cena is coming in for all out. Oh now, my so God, John Cena is coming in for all out." I guess somebody's saying you're reading too deeply into this, Alex. No, he's not. Because with with WWE under the management that they are under now and AEW's history, we're never reading too much into it because we're not beat over the head with, here you go. If it's a, this isn't how it's laid out, no, there, there are subtleties to this. Um, I love that this wasn't how it was supposed to go thing. Now, there are some people that are going to hate this, some that are going to love this, some people that are going to feel indifferent. I don't know how to feel. I know one thing, uh, as Tape Machine said, we got the classic JR call. Yeah. Taz goes, did he come back too soon? What just happened there? And JR goes, he got his ass whipped is what happened. And I was yeah. like, ooh, that's that's why you have Jim Ross. Well, yeah. get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Um, I, I agree with, with King of the North. Listen, I would love to have every detail because that's what I'm in the business of. And again, I'll always try to find out every detail, but what ain't realistic is me to have every detail. I'm happy to say I don't know because I don't want you guys to ever think that I'm just making shit up. King of the North says, nope, not having every detail of this in 2022. Me too. Mm -hmm. Even though I got to ask about every detail, it's still entertaining. Eloquent says, Hangman was hilarious on BTE. That was amazing. So good. John says, I don't get it. Double or nothing was three months ago, but now we're getting the reports and details about Punk being upset with Hangman. He didn't want to lose, etc. Now, I talked about this in June. Mm -hmm. It got lost in all the MJF stuff. I talked right. about this stuff back then. I said that he had a meeting with higher-ups. I said that there was heat there. Dave Meltzer reported it extensively that Punk was not happy with some of the lines from Hangman. It's not like this just came out, like somebody just leaked this to us. They're like, hee hee, hey guys, by the way, as a part of our work, this happened. This was out there. We intimated it long ago. It's just sometimes this stuff kind of flies under the radar. 
And, and even as far back as May, people wanted to believe that everything was sunshine and rainbows there. Jambird says, Punk looking around after the match to see all the fans cheering Mox, tells me he comes back, turns on the fans, and is a heel. But, I mean, also, like, all out, not having Punk, whew, that'd be a tough one, right? Like, I mean, I, honestly, if he's if he can go, he has to be in at the pay-per-view. He has to. Like if he can go, so like I don't I don't know where this is, but like like Kate Kate is is all crazy conspiracy brained on this. She's sure. convinced she's convinced that what's going to come out of this is Punk opting to help MJF beat Mox because he hates Mox more than MJF. And I'm like, well, that 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 presupposes a lot of other steps between now and there. But I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Punk like lose it to that degree. That might be fun. And. Z Lifestyle says we need Brian Windhorst to investigate what's going on in AEW. Buddy, I am trying my best to fill that role. Fightfulselect.com. Please Why subscribe. Why would AEW <laughs> do that? Why would they do that? Why would they put on a five-minute world title match a week and a half before All Out? At, Is it At the one-hour mark. At the, the one-hour mark. Well, let me tell you. Wrestling Society X did this. Yes. When Danny Ainge took over creative control. <laughs> so basically, at All Out, Vampiro's getting blown up. And yep. Human Tornado's going to be out there. Yeah. Official Misfit uh, sent us a, a Twitch bits and says, said it for years, sprinkling a little bit of how NXT was booked on Raw and SmackDown to get a better product of it. And I got laughed at. Feels good to be right. I mean, I tell you what, I can't remember the last time we got a WWE is good super chat during an AEW show, so I'm happy yeah. about it too. So the injury talk. Joey Bag of Donuts says, is that why Punk Mox is still happening, not on the Dynamite? Uh, or on Dynamite, not the pay-per-view because Punk is still hurt. DDM says, was Punk really hurt? Did Tony take the belt due to heat and fear of a walkout? Help me understand. Jambeard says, I was 110%. Convinced that Punk was going to win, but I loved how it went because Moxley wins in a squash because Punk was hurt, worked or not. So that's the thing. I think, and this is my hunch, my hunch based on what we see. I think it's a one of two things. I think it's either an elaborate work or that's Punk coming back to be like, eh, maybe it's going to be a little bit longer than I thought. Mm -hmm. Let me gut this one out. He'll win a big squash. He can hold the title. Whether he's got the title or not, when I come back, That'll be that. I don't believe that CM Punk is so pissy in his pants yeah. that he showed up last week, showed up this week, did an interview with Sports Illustrated, post the Nick Castellanos joke on, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I don't buy that he's that pissy. I think if Punk was pissy enough, well, you know what he's shown that he'll do? Go the fuck home is what he's shown yep. he'll do. He will be more than happy to go home. Uh, and I don't think he would hesitate to do that here if he so felt it. So I think that I, I think it is a um, an elaborate work. Yeah, Alex, sorry, you, you froze up a little bit there. No, no, sorry. Um, uh, I I think it, I think it, it very well. The most likely thing are those two things: that Punk was like, okay, well, I thought I was back. But I, I, I went down the front steps wrong and I tweaked something. I went to the doctor and he says, 
I got to go back in the boot. I might have to have surgery again because those foot injuries are bad. Like you see guys who get foot injuries in the NBA or, or, or the NFL, and they're never the same again because you just can't plant the same way you used to be able to do all this stuff. So if he says, well, I got to go away for like six, eight months, well, that's no longer an interim champion. Like, so what you got to do is actually have the match unify it, let Mox be the real champion, and then when when Punk can come back, then you can see what we can do with something. I think that might be something. Or the whole thing's a crazy work, and we get Punk versus Mox 2 at All Out, and what we get is like, okay, this time, I'm gutting it out. You're not beating me in some flash way because my foot hurts. I don't care. You might have to take my foot off. You have to cut it off of me to me to lose this match. Like you might be able to get that done in all in Chicago at all out. I think the fans will go for it. Michael says, I'm pretty sure CM Punk is still injured and needs more time off. That's why this happened. If that's the case to bring Punk back to do, this was the right move and make Mox the champ. I, I would put that up there. Theory number two for me. Theory one is elaborate work, but theory two, it's right behind it. Like, I got I got number one sitting at about 45%, number two yeah. sitting at about 40%. You know what I mean? I did have somebody that, that sent me a DM and said, no wonder Mox pitched this. <laughs> and Irene says, so all out Mox versus Hangman or someone else? We don't know. We don't have the answer to that. That would make an awful lot of sense uh, to do that match there, but it it feels like Hangman's going to be part of the Dark Order team by at least by that point, and you're going to get Hangman and the Dark Order versus Young Bucks and Kenny in that finals at, uh, for the trios match. Hobbs is booked, Jericho's booked, Garcia just lost, Lethal's booked, Hangman's the only one not booked that's a contender. Uh, yeah. Could you do a battle royal or something like that? Sure, I think you got to have a title match there. You got to have a title match there. Jam Beard says, get the fashion police on the case. Uh, <laughs> Connor says, if it's a work, I couldn't have imagined Punk being down with a squash. Well, I tell you what, that aspect ain't a shoot. I don't right. think that Mox is shoot death ridering CM Punk. <laughs> I don't think that one's happen happening. Nope. This is for what you said about Roman! <laughs> 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 oh man this one's for Colt. <laughs> come on now yeah full white says see a bug at his age if he is legitimately hurt again i think he'll hang it up like homie said foot injuries are bad possibly career ending well they used to be there there aren't many injuries that are career ending right now there are some very very severe ones like obviously spinal injuries which Edge came back from. Paige says she's willing to wrestle again with. Christian Cage's injury looked like it was career ending. So did Brian Danielson's. Uh -huh. We'll see. Jake says, wonder if this is going to decrease buys for the pay-per-view if Punk isn't on it. Oh, objectively, if Punk isn't on the pay-per-view, there will be less people that sure. are, are fans of him that are buying it. Jake says, turning Punk heel in Chicago is like turning God heel to Christian's. I think there's probably if I think if anybody can pull it off, it might be CM Punk. Uh -huh. I think he is such an uber talent at doing that and manipulating a crowd that I think if anybody can, he can. Eloquence says Punk soaking in the crowd and cheering for Moxley while being carried off is great. I think this is the device to finally jumpstart his heel turn. Yeah. Um, that that seems to be the 
the the another popular theory is this leads to the heel turn. I don't think Punk needs a catalyst. Punk can turn heel all on his own by picking a fight with his own imagination, buddy. Yep. That's what he's good at. Jake says, all out, no punk. Yeah, low buy rates and probably low attendance if that's found out because I sure as shit am not watching it. Well, I, I cannot agree with that. I, I think that I think they'll still end up doing a great crowd. Uh, I think they'll sell out still, and I think they'll still do uh, they'll still do good numbers. Brent says, confirm for this morning and fight forever. You can do Tall Paul versus Tall Paul. What a time we live in. I'm going to have some more AEW Fight Forever news on FightfulSelect.com this week. Some good, maybe some really bad. Mm. But I'm still excited for the game. I just want to say that. Brian Smith says, if they don't establish a clear opponent next week, I can see the the casino ladder match being the winner faces Mox in the main event. Now that leads to a lot of people going MJF. Sean says thoughts about MJF being the Joker. Colt says Mox says he'll face the ladder winner in the main open with the ladder match. MJF was the Joker. There's your main. Uh, Yoff Gator says winner of casino match fights Mox in the main. Riga says assuming punk is out of the pay-per-view and there's no big main event currently winner of it faces Mox at the end. Fill it with fan favorites, hooks, luchas, Yuta, mystery entrant or two. Peyton says, what about the casino ladder match? Who will be in that? Because it's still in the air. Maybe he enters and asks to fight Moxley later that night. I hope they do a shit ton of qualifying matches. Dynamite, Rampage next week, add a bunch of people, and then do the Joker. But we got more on this. Um, William Tucker, will the casino ladder match challenge Mox, or winner challenge Mox that night? What are the chances, CG says, by after calling you a legend, that MJF skips the title line by winning the ladder match at All Out? If there was any way to do that, that is a way. If any scummy character can do it, it's MJF that can right. do it. Right. I feel like that might be an anticlimactic way to bring him back is to have him show up in the ladder match. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know what if if this was planned all along, a four month like absence to be like he's the Joker. The Joker hasn't traditionally been like some gigantic big name, right? So I don't and, want people to work themselves into a shoot there because a lot of people thought he was coming back tonight and that didn't happen. I don't know. Is is uh, do they normally do things where like something happens during the pay per view and you at home are watching it? And the thing happens that is so big, you call all your friends. You got to pay fifty dollars to watch this show, this like, incomplete like, show. You've th- got to sign up digitally. You got to get the app, by the way. Right. Yes. That might not work. <laughs> that might not work. Um, I think it's more likely if MJF has a title match because here's the deal: we've already named all these people. It can't be versus Mox. They know all these people. It can't be versus Mox as well. So, if if like Mox, we will reveal Mox's uh, title championship contender at the end of the show or whatever next week on Dynamite, and who it is is MJF, and how gets revealed to us later. But he's back, he's here, and everyone's like, "Holy shit, he's here!" And he's facing Mox. It, like, is MJF going to win the title in Chicago versus versus uh, versus Moxley? Like. Going out of dynamite, that gets a lot of people going like, well, now I got to see it. 
Now I got to see what happens because anything's possible. I think if you're going to have MJF be the guy who faces Mox, you got to reveal that on Dynamite to get everybody psyched for the next three or four days. So right now, uh, all the graphics say live on PPV. Usually the week before they'll announce like, hey, it'll be in theaters. You can order it internationally on Fight, Bleacher Report. Hope to God it's on Fight. Because like you said, what we got to do um, is... What we got to do is call people up and say, hey, get this app that probably doesn't work, yada, yada. Jake says, not a big name. Wasn't Hangman the Joker? You're isolating one fucking time. Leo Rush was the Joker. Ruby was the Joker. Like, who else? Brian Cage was the Joker. Come on. Come on now. Uh, Harv says, Punk versus Mox still on internal plans for All Out. Not that I've heard. Mike Preventure says if there are no viable challengers from the AEW, he says roaster instead of roster. <laughs> Is there a chance we get something crazy out of the left field like Okada? I don't think that wow. um, that, that, that we'll see that. Uh, Ethan Page was the Joker. Matt Seidel was the Joker. My God. Right. But yeah, fight is great. But Bleacher Report, sorry, it's not fight that has issues. It's Bleacher no. Report Live that yeah. has the issues. Yeah. That's why I hope it's on fight. Man, we still got a whole bunch of super chats and humper chats. We're going to be here a little bit. Alex is getting double pay. You know he loves to see it. You know he loves to see it. Yeah. Amanda Marie Serenity says, do you think Tony Khan will ever sign Marty Skrull and Flip Gordon? Love Fightful for all the latest wrestling news. Love and light, everyone. Um, Flip Gordon, possibly. I think Tony Khan would probably rather mow his own lawn with scissors than um, sign Marty Skrull. Jesse Starr says, hard to do a heel turn with a broken foot. <laughs> Damn. Oh, God. Flim Flam Mandrew says, after the first Punk Mock segment last week, All Out was set to be an automatic buy. Now I'm not so sure about the direction of the entire company. Is any part of you doom and gloom about this whole thing? No, no, because I mean, it's, it's ultimately it's one pay-per-view cycle and we, they have all the, all the parts there to do great wrestling between all out and full gear to build up for something else. They've got all the parts there. It's just that because of what's going on, a lot of them are being used in other areas that you don't want to move them off of. And I totally get that. Um, there's there's something I, I I believe there's something intriguing they've got planned for the whole Moxley Punk angle and there's certainly going to be stuff that comes out out of it. I mean you're, you're never going to get me to to admit that I'm not ex, not excited to see whatever the end of this trios tournament is or Hobbs versus Starks or we're getting a brand new women's champion. It's one of these four women and honestly I I I don't know like there's there's those I'm excited about those things now. I wanted to see a big time, awesome knockdown, drag out punk sure. versus Moxley unification match in the main event. But for whatever reason, we're not getting that. We'll get something else. It'll be good. Um, and they'll, they'll recover from whatever this is and move on. Watching those Fightful Select subs climb during this show makes me so happy, guys. We're about ah, 1,500 away from 10,000. That would mean wow. an awful lot to me if we somehow got there. Uh, we've got Despair and Ren saying, isn't uh, Ibushi a free agent? Nope. 
Mark says, Fightful Crew with Clash at the Castle on Saturday is September 2 SmackDown canceled. Notice WWE doesn't have tickets for that night or a city. Uh, there is no SmackDown live show that night. Instead, they'll be doing a double taping this Friday. So yeah. uh, FightfulSelect.com, subscribe. We'll have full rundowns of both of those shows before the tapings. Uh, Mark says, was Hangman at the venue? Uh, I will ask. Ryan says, I feel bad for Hangman. Had to put over Punk in a 20-minute match. Mox smokes him about three minutes. Don't see how Punk doesn't go away. Anyways, that's all that you guys do. So that's what we call MMA math. And it doesn't work like that. Styles make fights. Circumstances make fights. Punk was hurt. This was a different situation. Oh, yeah. Jose Aldo got smoked by Conor McGregor in eight seconds. Does that mean that all of the people that Jose Aldo beat during his all-time great featherweight run ain't shit? No, it doesn't mean that at all. It just means that on that night, Conor McGregor was a better stylistic matchup. And uh, yeah, I don't think it it makes Hangman look bad at all. Uh, Yeah, also, like I think that if, what, a minute into their match, a punk crumpled the canvas with a, with a rebroken foot. I think if, if that's what they're trying to sell, uh, I think that probably Adam page wouldn't have taken 20 minutes in that match to beat him. Like, I, I think there's, there's a scenario that they played out for this particular thing. They didn't have like fully healthy punk come in there, ready to go. And Mox just squash him. The story of the match was punk re injured his foot and Mox because he's a killer and doesn't care about anything took immediate advantage of that guy of that, of that scenario. He doesn't get paid by the hour. So he squashed him and got the hell out. Like that's, that's the right story to tell with Moxley. If you're going to tell the injury story. Russ says, looks to me like punk came back too soon. Thought he had a bit of hitch in his step last week. I think the whole point of this match being on TV was to write punk off TV and leave enough time to get Mox an opponent for all out. We're going to go through some of these theories that I love. Uh, ben says, do you think Mox punk match and how it went down means punk is done in AEW? Where does he go from here? Irene says, is this simply punk realizing he's too hurt for the pay-per-view after all? And the squash gets him out of the match. Or is this some kind of high concept heel turn that starts with him faking a kayfabe injury? We got Miguel saying when the AEW world title was not made of ending the show, I was almost expecting Heyman to cost punk the match due to the week of backstage news to build to a match at, uh, all out in a triple threat. So, I mean, that's what a lot of people swore. They swore the sheets were getting worked and Hangman was getting in a, in a triple threat match and that just didn't end up happening. Uh, it didn't end up going down. Uh, more theories, and we're going to cover all these. Ryan says, boy, was I shocked Punk got squashed. Is this repercussions for his shoot promo? Did, is he leaving? Did he realize he came back too soon? Was this a way to get the title off of him? Sawyer says the build was pretty good. All the promos were perfectly in character. Hearing Punk was shoot upset is bizarre. Mr. Pipe Bomb can dish it, but not take it. Surprisingly thin skin. So from what I heard, and again, this is from what I heard, I don't talk to CM Punk. There were some justifications in that. Uh, We're going to put up a poll as to what people think. We're going to see what they think. But let's, let's go through each of these theories. Punk being hurt and coming back too soon and then recognizing it. What what chance do you give that? Um, either, either coming back too soon and recognizing it 
or coming back too soon, re-injuring it during training? Because you know these guys are all training. They're all doing cardio. They're doing box jumps, doing all this kind of stuff. If he re-injures it during training, like, absolutely, they could say, oh, well, you know what? You didn't fully heal, and now you rebroke it. Is that is that a possibility? Absolutely, it's a possibility. And if the diagnosis is you're going to be out for a lot longer than you were the previous time, then the right thing to do is to have the unification match and establish Mox as the one true champion. And if if Punk heals and wants to come back, you can tell that story. Like, I'm ready to come back now. I wasn't before, but now I am. You can do that story with Mox down the line. We've got that poll going up right now. We've got Eloquent saying, trust the process, y'all. All Out would be great. Big thank you to Eloquent for sending me a copy of his vinyl. Definitely check that out. Support our friend Eloquent. He appeared on a retro review on FightfulSelect.com. By the way, guys, by the way, guys, dozens of retro reviews in the can there. Bako5 says, any truth to Eddie or Sammy being suspended? I'm working on it, but uh, I haven't heard any mention of that match uh, oh. as well. Sammy is not suspended. Sammy is on Rampage. And I'm working to find out more, but I had heard there was some heat there and I'm, I'm finding out why I I've definitely been talking to people about that. Mike G says any news on the Eddie Kingston suspended rumors. I've heard that I've been told that, but I haven't been told that by anybody in the company. I've been told that by people that uh, are usually connected with rumors and the like. So um, right now, the poll at 432 or 450 votes, 50% elaborate work. So let, let's see if you agree with these percentages after okay. we get through these, these super right. chats, I think that would be a, a good approach to take by that. Um, Jordan says the fact that the whole punk Mox title match is already uploaded by AEW in full and it's not even 10 minutes is crazy. They're smart. It's going to get a ton of traffic too. Oh, ton of traffic. 100%. Ricardo says Mox with AEW strapped to his back is best Mox. Mox is an undeniable megastar, guys. I can't put this into words enough. I used to do a lot of analysis on YouTube videos. And one of the reasons I have our staff include the YouTube views in the ratings numbers is because that shows us who is going out of their way to see what. Globally, it doesn't matter. It shows you on a global scale who is interested in seeing something. Uh, some of it can be skewed, like the Satnam Sting stuff, sure. John Moxley dominated New Japan's, dominated AEW's. Like, he was up there everything that he did so it's very smart jay blood says punk puts over mox in a huge virtual squash in a way no one ever has in mox hometown he's clearly a cancer let me let me just say this jay blood cleveland is not cincinnati i just want to say first off how dare you how dare you well don't didn't ever I, didn't i hear that mox was born in cleveland but raised in cincinnati i hope not for his sake i hope not <laughs> i did I didn't meet his mom. I met his mom uh, in Cleveland. And it was so funny. I feel like I've told this in the air before, but she was there when Kong cut my hair off with a hook knife for my donation. And Mox's mom like held my little hair things and all that. And she was like looking at it. And I was like, I bet this woman thinks I'm crazy. Then I was like, wait a second. That's John Moxley's mom. This doesn't register for her. 
This ain't on the top 200 nope. craziest things that she's seen nope. in the last 20 years. Um, Jake says, beg your pardon, but why would Eddie be suspended? Well, buddy, I'm I'm doing my best to find out, as I outlined earlier. I'll, I'll do what I can. Busta Kappa says, do you think we get Aussie Open and Osprey versus Kenny and the Bucks for the trios belts with the Bucks and Kenny winning? No, we don't, because we're getting that next week on, on yeah. Rampage. That's a semifinal match. That's a semifinals match. Yep. You ain't got to pay anything for that, buddy. More super chats. Uh, Amir says, was this AEW's finger poke of doom? Nowhere near no that. you got way. people that actually enjoyed this. No way. The, the finger poke of doom was a huge middle finger to the audience. It was, it was horrible. Mark says, weird Regal was not present for tonight's huge Mox match. He walked Mox out, didn't he? Yeah, but it, it wasn't on commentary for it. You sure? Sure. Uh, big thank you for his donations. Daniel says, is Vince McMahon booking the AEW title match? I'm no, this wasn't that. No, this wasn't that. I, I like the era uh, or the aura of unpredictability. I enjoy that. That makes me right. very happy. Like it's not. It's not like every era, like it's not the, like the Russo era of WCW where every every finishes a smudge or whatever. Like this was legitimately shocking. We did not think this was going to happen. And now, for me at least, it creates all kinds of intrigue going into next week's Dynamite and then the pay-per-view of what are they going to do now? I love not knowing. Yes, Hangman Page was there. He cornered Dark Order. IBN says, Punk getting squashed pissed me off. Almost didn't want to finish the show. Left a bad taste in my mouth. Meanwhile, Ricardo says, it effing ruled SGS for life. It is this polarizing response, but there are some people that, Alex, are so annoyed that they, they seem like they don't want to watch the show anymore. Yeah. How how does that make you feel hearing that, seeing that? Well, listen, I mean, there there are there are a great number of people who are like, and I get it, like punk punk fans, who like people who've been watching AEW for a year because they're punk fans first and foremost, and they came to AEW because punk came to AEW. For those people, I understand how they might feel slighted, but I think that either it wasn't anybody's fault. Punk got re-injured. He did the right thing by putting the title on Moxley to move on so that he can go get healed. Or it's part of an elaborate work that's going to see some really amazing creative freedom for Punk to be a heel going forward into the fall. Either way, I think that you can't you can't be mad at AEW for it. My, my own personal thing. But I also have people who are like, Mox is crap. He's terrible. There are people who are the, the, the Cornette uh, devotees who think that Mox is the worst thing. In, in all yeah. of wrestling. You know what I mean? I, I can't subscribe to that because you said he's a star. Like, just watch that backstage promo that he cuts off the top of his head. All that energy, all that passion for this business. It's He makes me love being a wrestling fan because of how much I watch, how much he loves wrestling. Uh, Miguel says, was my super chat missed? We literally read it, my friend. Uh, we've got Brent Lockman saying, still processing the title change. What I need is the next step that feels make or break. Happy Mox is the champ, though. And Evangelina Gray says, I love JR. Looking into each other's eyes, their souls. Let's get it on. I was like, huh? <laughs> Look up on YouTube, Jim Ross rap my ass. It yep. was amazing. Nate says, give me Mox versus Kingston. Mox has got to, or Kingston's got to be on the show. 
Full White says, to be fair, Ohio in general is pretty whack. Uh, anywhere north of Cincinnati, yes. Michael says, Punk losing reminds me of when The Rock and Stone Cold would lose a title, then a huge turn later. It feels like there's something big in play for yeah. CM Punk right here. Uh, it seems like there is something that he's going to be going to in the in the immediate fu- future, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. There's got to be there's got to be something coming out of this. Um, either we find out that they had no choice, they had to do something and this was what they did, or this is a major thing that they are building to something that, that we're going to be talking about for a while. Timothy says, do we even have a world title match at all out now? It would be a short build and all the main event talent are already booked. Put something on there. I don't care if it's an open challenge impromptu. Say Mox is going to do an open challenge, something. Got to have a world title match on that show. Yep. Uh, So the poll right now, 51% elaborate work. How do you feel about those that number? I'd say I am leaning in that direction, but only slightly. So therefore, I agree. That is... 6% 6% off of what I had it at. I had it at like 45%. Coming back too soon or injured, 31%. That's about yeah. 9% less than what I had that at. But right. Right. I do think that Punk is the kind of guy that if he felt like he was going to miss seven, eight, nine months, he'd be like, mm-hmm. beat my ass. I'll come back. I'll win it again. Right. Exactly. You can pretend that Punk is this pouty guy all you want. And maybe sometimes he is. Who among us isn't at times? Mm -hmm. But I feel like he would do that as a part of business. Punk being punished at 10%. I don't know that if Punk got finger wagged, he would do this. You know what I mean? I don't feel like if Punk got finger wagged, he would do the interview with Sports Illustrated, then come here and do that. That one is like, I got that one at like 2%. No, I don't think that's a thing. Punk leaving. 8%. 8%. I, you know, I think that is a possibility that he says, I'm not going to leave the way that I did last time. I mean, like, listen, like, I, I, I think there's a chance. I don't know if this is true. I think there's a chance. He has some irreconcilable differences with Tony Khan. We've seen other people have that exact relationship with Tony Khan. And he says, you know what? I'm out. I, I had a, a one-year opt-out clause or something that we don't know about, and I'm 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 gone. But I'm not going to go out the way I did before because that left that I had some regrets about that legitimately. So I'm going to go out on my back, and I'm going to I'm going to leave it to, to Moxley to you know to, to be the champion after that because I think I owe it to the fans to go out the right way this time. I mean, he can be a bitch to, to Tony Khan, but good for wrestling at the same time. Um, I think that's also a possibility. You say irreconcilable differences. Well, if you have some erect concilable differences and can't get it up, our friends at bluechew.com and the code Fightful are helping you out. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. Maybe the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, but they work on your schedule. Maybe you don't think you can perform Maybe you think you're coming back a little bit too soon, or maybe you're just coming too soon in general. Bluetooth.com and the code Fightful has your back. It arrives discreetly at your door. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth.com and the code Fightful. Listen, 
that mailman is going to deliver this to you, and he's like not going to know. It's not going to say on the package, Blue Chew. But listen, if that mailman goes around door to door, he's going to be hearing about you slinging that thing all around the neighborhood. And pretty soon you're going to have a mailman saying like, what's up? Let me get some of that. And you're going to be like, Blue Chew? And he's going to be like, no, some of that. And you're going to have a mailman trying to trying to sleep with you. So, I mean, if you want that, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. Right. It's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. It's prescribed online, shipped straight to your door. Mike Chase says, United Empire and the Elite destroy each other. Best friends pick up the dub at All Out. Seems to be where this tournament is going. Thoughts? I don't think anybody but the Elite wins these titles. I think these are the Elite's titles to lose, Alex. If if it winds up being the elite versus Hangman and the Dark Order, like Hangman is has to is forced to step in and be a wrestler as as part of the trios, then you could you could convince me of Hangman winning that with his boys being being a big part of his overall story and the story of the Dark Order as well, and them being a a, a fairly short first reign as champions because let's say. Uh, the undisputed era is is back, and uh, they're all healthy, and they take the titles off of um, off of the Dark Order, and then you have them feud with with Omega and the Bucks. After that, you could do a lot of things, but I think that's our finals: is the Dark Order versus the Elite. We're heading down the home stretch. Get your super chats, get your humper chats in. Please leave us a thumbs up. Marcus Carney says, "Is Ace Steel often at Dynamite?" Um, I have not heard. Uh, I don't know if he got one of the new talent relations jobs or what the deal is there, but I haven't, I, I, I'll find out. Tim Gordon says, shout out to Excalibur for the sell job at the end. We saw earlier tonight uh, what coming back too soon can result in. There you go. Corey says, I'm happy Mox is the first to get the official second reign. Guys carried the company on his back for the better part of two and a half years. Yep. Yeah, he deserves it. I mean, he is a huge star and carries himself like a star. Axel Hunter says, I know a lot of AEW fans prefer wrestling heavy shows, but I've loved the last couple of weeks of Dynamite. Moxley is being the champ I always saw him to be. Uh I mean, regardless of what you think about this finish, the interest from the audience, we've been talking about this for an hour. Right. Like 10 times as long as the thing that actually happened. Right. People love it. Sawyer says, Cody's the Joker and faces Mox. Why not? You seen wrestling in 2022? Let's go. Vaco5 says, the squash was like a bomb being dropped. I was out of it the rest of the show. Where do we go from here? Not just for Punk, but for Moxley at All Out. All Out, I don't know. After All Out, you got possibly Kingston, if everything is smooth there. Um, You got Brian Danielson in the future. There there are options. Uh, Maybe Punk isn't as hurt. Uh, You got Hangman. Maybe that's an option. There are plenty of options. After All Out, it's just a matter of what about at All Out? Now, Hangman is not booked yet. Yet. Vic says, got home after a long night expecting to stay up all night. Jaw dropped after the first paradigm shift. Listen, every morning at work, thank you. Well, thank you. And yeah, after that first one, I was like, Punk's not going to win this match. Like, Mm -hmm. he's just not going to win it. Yeah. Busta Kappa says, do you think there's a world where Triple H and Tony Khan do an interpromotional event like Forbidden Door? If so, how do you think that would be? It would be the biggest buzz for an event in wrestling history ever. And yes, I think it's possible 
that something like that happens. Peyton says, is there any truth to the Rosa Jamie stuff? The same person who said the Eddie stuff said they almost fight as well. It's Voices of Wrestling. It's not from Reddit, Luis. Um, Voices of Wrestling is right. There was some heat with uh, Rosa and Jamie. There was a, a lot of heat with Rosa being stiff there for a while, but absolutely. Uh, we'll work to find out more. FightfulSelect.com for all your hot gossip and rumors. I'm going to be like, uh, like Mr. Burns in his nightgown, gabbing on the phone. Ooh. <laughs> Nicholas Olson says... <laughs> <laughs> how long do we have to keep you guys on here flooding super chats to get Alex triple pay? Probably three hours. Yeah, that's a bit. Ty says the thing is that this match was apparently a Moxley pitch. Yeah, as reported by uh, FightfulSelect.com. Mm -hmm. Please mm -hmm. subscribe. They, they're still rolling in. I'm loving seeing this, guys. I love it. Get me to 10,000. Oh, <laughs> please get me to 10,000. Listen, I will find so many unique pieces of content to release at 10,000 mm -hmm. that it will be unbelievable. Uh, what about Will Osprey at All Out? That would be a, a very interesting one. Do an open challenge and Will Osprey answers. Yeah. I think that would be a good approach, Alex. That'd be that that would be interesting. If they do like an open challenge, if they just go in, Moxley is going to defend in an open challenge at All Out, and they don't tell you anything else. You know they've got something big. Like yeah. that would be something really interesting. Uh, Darby and Sting are also free for that show. Tom Lavalley says Mox already called his all-out opponent tonight. Next week he cuts a promo and do you want to taste it by wigwam hits? The peacemaker himself is it. <laughs> Gambeard says I want Mox to do an open challenge for the pay-per-view and either Okada, White, Alexander answer the call. I think for a show like All Out it needs to be like Okada, White. I love Josh Alexander, but I don't know how AEW would feel about Impact. And I don't know how Impact would feel about having their very dominant world champion putting over anybody. And they, they built Josh Alexander for a long time, so I don't blame him. Audio Flesh says Hangman is next in the standings. Loose trios with Dark Order and challenge for the strap. Well, I mean, he's not in on the team right now. Right. He's not booked right now. He's out there jumping on his trampoline with his weights. Like Dennis Stamp, just uh -huh. waiting for Terry Funk to book him. Journey with Cerny, says MJF title match. Grand Slam, he hinted at it in his infamous promo. It's also his home states and goes with the reports from Meltzer that he's back soon. Still, nobody that I've talked to in AEW has talked to him. To the point to where people who were close with him, like, theorize that I still talk to him. And I've not talked to him since that week. Like, I'll be like, hey, you talked to MJF trying to take the temperature? And they're like, no, but I bet you have, haven't you? No, I have not, actually. Uh, Mike says, not the best scenario, but does Mox just enter the casino ladder match and put the belt on the line if you don't go for a punk rematch? Uh, I don't know if you have the time to build anything else. <sighs> I like them having the casino match as a build for something else. Right. I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand what the what the incentive for Mox to be to enter yeah. that kind of a match where we're like he just wants to fight. He doesn't have the up. He's not like he's like oh you got to pin me to beat me. It's just like usually those kind of things are like the the authority figure makes the champion put that belt on the line in a match like that because he knows it's such a hard way to to retain. Man with beard says Mox open challenge, but it's Nick Gage after he beat Mox for the GCW title. 
make it title for title. There is next to no chance of that happening. <laughs> next to no chance. But we just went two hours. One yep. of our longest AEW post shows we've ever done. Um, this was one of our most watched ones ever. I want to thank you guys so much for supporting us. If you want to continue to support us, FightfulSelect.com. If you have more questions, hey, guess what? You're in luck. I do a Q&A over on FightfulSelect.com every week. And this guy, Alex, does post shows of Raw and SmackDown on Sour Graps. So yep. check it out. Alex, tell them about that and your uh, YouTube channel as well. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, Monday nights, uh, right after Raw, doing on uh, Five Selects, talking about Raw, which has become like a really legitimately good show. Like somehow it's three hours of good wrestling with some with some fairly decent little intrigue stuff in there. We'll see what happens after the clash, but that's good. Uh, Raw still, uh, sorry, SmackDown still pretty bad. Still pretty bad on SmackDown. Not nearly as good as as uh, as Raw. So I still have to have have, to have one sour grapsy show left, uh, where I'm not being all sweet. Uh, but that's on Fridays uh, after the show. Um, also over on uh, on YouTube, uh, it's not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not fancy enough to have one of those YouTube.com backslash Alex Sour Graps things. But if you go into YouTube and search in the search bar, Alex Sour Graps. Uh, my my thing comes up. You and I'm should right now. You should be able to get your own URL now. Uh, well, now after I like a hundred. Oh, good, good. Uh, good. Yeah. Um, I'll do that. But I'm right now sitting at 844. So there are 3,500 of you still watching. Be nice if, like, I don't know what is that, two percent. Um, would go over there and and subscribe. Then I can get to one one uh, k. And I I am going to do all kinds of of uh, streams over there, especially uh, watching the main event of every. Dynamite and the final hour of every Raw with you guys as well. Lots of cool stuff over there, guys. Please support Alex. Um, man, I got so much stuff I could promote, but all I'm going to say is FightfulSelect.com. Again, we're here every night. I know a lot of you are new here. We're here after Raw, NXT, AEW Dynamite, uh, Impact, SmackDown and Rampage, pay-per-views, all the pay-per-views. We got new shows every week. Slap a thumbs up before you guys leave. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for two hours. And again, FightfulSelect.com. Working on that Sammy Eddie drama stuff. Working on the Thunder Rosa, Jamie Hayter stuff. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com to hear me gab like a little schoolgirl.